请听英语节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The legislature passes an amendment mandating more severe punishments for spies. The chairman of Far Eastern Air Transport says reports of the airline's closure are the result of a misunderstanding. And President Tsai Ing-wen welcomes Nauruan President Lionel Aingimea to Taiwan. But first, today's top story. The legislature has passed an amendment mandating more severe punishments for spies. The proposed revision to the law passed its third reading at the legislature on Friday. Under the amended law, those who share or leak classified information to foreign powers or hostile forces outside Taiwan will face a prison term of more than 10 years. The maximum possible sentence is life in prison. The amendment also provides for heavier punishments for those who abuse their positions to help get out classified information and those who give out classified information for unlawful personal gain. Some 500 travelers have been left stranded abroad after the apparent collapse of Taiwanese airline Far Eastern Air Transport. However, on Friday, the airline's boss appeared in public to announce that reports of the airline's closure were the result of a misunderstanding. He said the airline has new investors and could return to the skies within hours. What happened at Far Eastern Air Transport? An airline that had just begun Christmas travel promotions suddenly announced Thursday that it would stop operations the next day due to financial woes. 500 passengers found themselves stranded abroad, and other airlines scheduled last-minute extra flights to help stranded domestic travelers. There was talk of more than 1,000 airline staff losing their jobs overnight. Officials said the company had broken the law for not giving adequate notice before shutting down. They threatened fines. And they threatened legal consequences for airline boss Zhang Gangwei. But, the company's vice president said, Zhang Gangwei had been missing for two weeks and was nowhere to be found. The vice president said that Zhang had left only a letter saying he'd been scammed out of money and asking for an investigation. Then, on Friday, the supposedly missing Zhang Gangwei appeared in public, accompanied by lawyers. He says the whole affair has been a misunderstanding that he had been at work all through the past two weeks, that he'd been in a bad mood on the day the airline announced it would stop flights and had simply turned his phone off, and that his subordinates had made a mistake. He said the airline will keep its entire staff and that it will return to the skies. He said three groups of investors have contacted him and that flights could resume as soon as Friday afternoon. John Van Trieste, RTI News. President Tsai Ing-wen has welcomed Nauruan President Lionel Aingimea to Taiwan. The island nation of Nauru is one of Taiwan's four diplomatic allies in the South Pacific. During a welcome ceremony Friday, President Tsai said that Taiwan and Nauru have a firm friendship. She said that amid rapid changes in the region and in the world, Taiwan and Nauru will continue deepening their partnership. Tsai said bilateral cooperation is especially close when it comes to efforts to achieve the UN's sustainability goals. She also said bilateral cooperation in the fields of medicine, agriculture and fisheries, and clean energy has seen results. 
Taiwan's presidential candidates will officially kick off their campaigns on Saturday. Though a bruising primary season earlier in the year may make it feel as though campaigning has been underway for some time, the real campaigning only begins in the final weeks before Election Day. Taiwan will head to the polls January 11th. There are three candidates in the running. These are the incumbent, President Tsai Ing-wen of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, KMT candidate Han Guoyu, and James Song, who is chair of the People First Party. The campaign period will last 28 days, ending on January 10th. Candidates may only be on the streets campaigning between 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. In the final 10 days before the vote, no discussion of polling is allowed. Election officials estimate that the winner will be declared around 10 p.m. on the night of the election. Facebook Taiwan has shut down a fan page that supported KMT presidential candidate Han Guoyu. At the time of closure, the page had about 150,000 followers. The page's closure is part of a larger crackdown on groups, pages, and accounts that violate Facebook's terms of service. The social media website says that it has shut down a total of 118 fan pages, 99 groups, and 51 personal accounts in Taiwan. Facebook Taiwan says that the 51 personal accounts that were removed were used to artificially generate responses, thus making stories seem more popular than they actually were. Facebook Taiwan says that the sites and pages were thoroughly audited before removal. It says that the decision to shut them down was not made in an attempt to influence the outcome of next month's presidential election. The Sound of the Puyuma Tribe on Radio Taiwan International. Taiwan and Germany have signed an agreement to cooperate on transitional justice. Taiwan's representative to Germany, Zhi Weixie, met in Berlin with the German representative to Taiwan, Thomas Prince, to make the pact official. Xie says that Taiwan can learn from Germany's own experiences in dealing with transitional justice. Present at the signing was Roland Jan, the federal commissioner for the Stasi Records Agency, which administers the archives of the former East Germany's secret police. In addition, representatives from Germany's two major political parties were also present. A delegation from Taiwan's Environmental Protection Administration has held dialogue with representatives of other countries on the sidelines of a climate change conference in Spain. Taiwan was barred from formally attending the conference due to pressure from China. However, the administration's head, Zhang Zijin, told Taiwan's Central News Agency Thursday that in addition to meeting with representatives from Taiwan's allies, he also met with representatives from the EU, the UK, Sweden, and Germany. He says these countries respect Taiwan's efforts to deal with climate change. Zhang also addressed Taiwan's poor performance in a German NGO's recent ranking of countries by how effectively they are cutting carbon emissions. Taiwan was third from last. Zhang says that Taiwan still has room to improve. A man who was abandoned in Spain at the age of 17 is set to return to Taiwan. The man has now re-established contact with family and is getting ready to reunite with them for the first time in years. 
Chen Xiaolan hasn't seen her brother for three decades now. Thirty years ago, her brother and father had an argument at sea. After this, her father abandoned her brother on a small Spanish island. At the time, her brother was 17. Over the years, her father returned to Spain to seek reconciliation, but he never found her brother. Abandoning his son would be one of his greatest regrets for the rest of his life. A few years ago, the brother, now grown and with a new life, met a Taiwanese fisherman in Spain. He asked the fisherman to reach out to his family on his behalf. Chen says that the fisherman went to the address her brother had written down. The estranged family members were back in contact. Chen says that when she called her brother, she asked him the name of their mother, father, and grandparents. He still remembered. Chen's brother wants to come back to Taiwan and reunite with his family. However, there are still a few administrative obstacles to overcome. Chen hopes that her brother can come back in time for the Lunar New Year. Leslie Liao, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.